What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of the Up Before You podcast with me, Connor Warman. I want to take a moment to thank you all for taking the time out of your busy lives to listen to this show. Whether it's your first time or your 81st time listening, thank you for tuning in. If you enjoy the show, please share with family and friends and post on social media and make sure to tag Up Before You. And as always, if you don't like the show, please tell me and let me know how I can be better in the future going forward. If you have a moment, please go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the show and leave a five-star rating and a review. It only takes a second and is a great way to support the show. And a big thank you to those who already have left a review. The support means a lot to me. Lastly, go follow Up Before You on Instagram and Facebook and visit upbeforeyou.com to keep up to date with all the latest news and updates and episodes surrounding the show. All right. My guest today is Elizabeth Gellings. Elizabeth is a former collegiate soccer player who played at UW-Green Bay, turned runner, turned crossfitter. On this episode of the podcast, we talk about Elizabeth's soccer career, crossfitting and staying active while pregnant, the mental toughness she developed from her days playing soccer, her competitiveness against herself, mental talk during workouts, and much more. I truly hope that you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. And with all that being said, let's get on with the show. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. So you have a tough act to follow today. When your husband was in here, he was all over the place. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> I still haven't listened to it yet. No? No, I Do you need think to. You ever will? Yes. I have a whole list. I just don't have a lot of quiet time. So during it we were talking and all of a sudden, like out of the blue, he goes, Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I uh I'm kinda like A D D or ADHD, whatever the like the one yes. where all the places. He's like, So if I start going here and here, like that's just normal, so. Yeah, you got to rein him back. Rein <laughs> him back. <laughs> no, he was hilarious, though. He would, like, be talking about one thing, then he'd jump to the next, and he'd be like, what were we talking about again? Yeah, so. it's pretty normal. So, people call you Beefy at the gym. Yes. Where, where does that nickname come from? Ugh, the worst nickname ever. Um, That's what I thought, too. When I first yeah. heard that, I was like, who's Beefy? And she's like, I thought it was a guy. And then yeah. I heard it was you, and I was like... It's pretty like, embarrassing. Why would a girl like to be called that? No, so I don't. I don't. I don't at all. Um, <laughs> no, it comes from when I was five. Um, St. Anne's kindergarten. A uh, girl there. I went by Beth from the day I was born. And so she couldn't say Beth and said beef. And so I came home crying to my dad and sisters and they thought it was hilarious. So ever since then, I've been beefy pie, beef cakes, beef, auntie beef beefs with an s so it's beefy so yes growing up i did not like it boys would come over and i'd be like Shh, nobody say the name at all and you know someone would kind of slip and people would be like is that what i heard or no maybe not but it wasn't until um my first nephew started talking that it was aunt beefs and so <laughs> i didn't mind it that much and then chris put it on a license plate for me and then that's how the gym found Wait, is, beefy. It, is it on that car your car that you no drive? no i just got a new car last year two years ago and um the plates didn't make it back on so do, do most people at the gym call you that no i don't think no, no. i hope not but i think <laughs> a lot of the 5 a.m do yeah well i didn't know people called you beth for the longest time so i always thought they were talking about beth shank well, the only people who really call me Beth is Craig and my sister. And Dave. And Dave. He always says Beth, and it always confuses me. Because of my sister and Craig, because they've known me as Beth. I didn't go by Elizabeth until I moved out to North Carolina after college. And then when I moved back here, I kept it. But anybody knows who knows me from pre-college on knows me as Beth. So what do you prefer? Elizabeth. Okay. But I answer to Beth. But or Eli Bethy. But Elizabeth with an S, which I think is right. interesting. I've never seen that before. Yeah, it's the French spelling. So you're French? No. My mom just liked the French spelling. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. not pronounced. It is should be pronounced, I guess, Elizabeth, but it's 
that's too much correcting. Yeah, I just never seen that before, so that's yeah. kind of cool when yeah. I saw that. So, all right, can you tell me about yourself growing up? Um, growing up, I've got two older sisters and a little brother. We we're all very active into sports. My two older sisters are 18 months apart, and then four years between my sister, the middle sister, and I, and four years between my brother and I. I was never into dance. I never did any of the girly stuff as a kid. I never wanted to take those classes. Um, I only wanted to do gymnastics, which I wasn't allowed to do. Um, Why weren't you allowed to do gymnastics? My dad did not want us doing gymnastics. Just because? Yeah, I think he was worried for just like what happens to your body as a gymnast. And so he didn't want those kind of things, I guess. I don't know. That was always kind of his concern. Is this like the same dad that wanted you to play football too? Was he that kind of dad? Yeah. No, he was just whatever we wanted to do. But we were always, my older sisters were always very athletic. Um, so I always followed kind of into their footprints. My oldest sister, we went to St. Viator, so they did she was the first women's soccer team. So when she started playing soccer, that's when I started playing soccer. So I didn't start playing until I was in fourth grade. So before that, I don't know, I probably just ran around with my shirt off. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> but it was pretty boy, you know. We were always with our boy cousins and, you know, getting into trouble and stuff like that. But my dad is very athletic, so he played football through college and a little stint in the pros for a while. So sports were life at our house. I didn't know it any other way, I guess. Um, We did junior golf as kids. I learned to play golf as a kid. Pretty good. So you, you had an older sister, you said? Two. Two. So one of them played for the first women's soccer team at Vider. Mm-hmm. When like when was that? So that let's see, she's well. If I graduated in '99, she was she's six years older than me. So '93, '92, '93 or something like that. Yeah. That just seems kind of crazy to me. Yeah. They didn't have, like they didn't have a women's soccer team. No, they didn't. And so. Um, yeah, then so then through I mean through middle school I played basketball and so I play, I always played soccer. Played basketball. I did one year one year of cheerleading and that was didn't like that. Not my thing. No. Um and then high school it was soccer and basketball, but I played soccer um year round very competitively with the Eclipse team. I was one of the original teams. Now it's like huge. But, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, Rory Dames was my coach. He's now the coach of the Red Stars. Isn't that like the pro team? Yeah. So he was my coach all through, basically since I think I was about 12 years old, all the way through when we would come back during summers and play in college. So did you play at the school and the club? Yeah. And it was cool because um, I went to Viator and the girls were a mix of Viator girls and then you know, other surrounding schools. So most of the girls were Viator. So our school team was awesome because we played year round together. So it was cool. We, I mean, we knew where everyone was going to be on the field at any time. There was not a Mm -hmm. lot of guessing. So it was, um, we were a really good team and it was fun to play Mm -hmm. with them all the time. So did you say, did you grow up in Arlington Heights or did you just No, I grew up in Barrington. So you, just went to Vida then? Yeah, we went. I went St. Anne's K through 8th, and then we had the choice of either going to Regina, Carmel, St. Viator, mm. and Loyola had just become co-ed going into my freshman year. Mm. So because my sisters had already been at Viator, and I knew a lot of people, and I was with the soccer, the Eclipse girls, I just kind of followed suit. Yeah, I had a bunch of friends who did that too. In, like, freshman year, they would take the train to school. Did yeah, you ever do that? I did in the beginning of the um, the beginning of the school year we did. And then there, um, my best friend's sister died in the Cary Grove train accident with really? the bus. So, yeah, then we started carpooling and driving. And I didn't have to ride the train anymore to school, which was <laughs> pretty uh, long trip in the yeah, morning yeah. anyway. Yeah, what was that like? Like, just it was like two stops, wasn't it? Two or three? No, you stopped at every, I mean, you stopped in Palatine. Yeah. Yeah, Palatine, and then I guess Arlington into Arlington Heights. Heights. Yeah. So you're on the train. And for then like you had to take a minutes. bus. Um, yeah, then you took a bus over to the school and 
So it was just easier to just carpool. Yeah, that sounds pretty terrible, actually. Yeah. Always being late for the train, running for the train. Yeah, because yeah. if you miss the train, you're screwed then. Yeah, then you'd ha- then your mom, my mom would have to drive, and then she'd <laughs> she be PO'd. Yeah, because she had to be at school. So, yeah, it was just easier to carpool. So what position did you play in soccer? So I played center, mid, wing, and forward. That's so like I was the whole offensive. Field. I was offensive. Well, it depended on the year. But for my club team, I mean, yeah, my club team, I was a forward or a wing. But then my senior year, I was a center. My junior, was it my junior or senior year? I was a center mid. College, I was put back at a wing. So it just depended where they need, needed me. Did you ever want to be a goalie? No. Why? Uh, when we were younger, yeah, everybody wanted to be goalie. But why? no. I don't know why. I'm kind of scared why. of being goalie. I am I need, too. I'm scared to run into the posts. Oh, no, I'm... Or no. jump and hit my head yeah. on the post. Yeah, no. Or the ball comes at you pretty fast. So that kind of scares me, too. Yeah. I didn't start playing defense until after college. But I only like playing defense when I'm playing indoor, which is weird. Do you still play indoor? Like, do you play soccer ever? I did up until I was maybe four months pregnant with my third. I and was, then yeah. I quit. Why? Just because you Well, because I was done. playing all these old lady leagues, <laughs> and then it was just getting, you know, I just wanted to get out there and run around and have fun, and some of these chicks just take it too seriously, and there was, like, so much fighting, and it was just... That's the best, though. No, it's That's annoying. That's hilarious to watch. It's annoying, because then, you know, they've never played soccer before, and then I was more scared that I was going to get hurt, and it was going to interfere with my CrossFit, so I quit. Yeah, I feel like people like in their 40s are more competitive than people in their 20s. Right. Because like I used to go to my dad's softball games and there would be fights and people would be yelling at each other yeah, from the I dugouts. Don't, yeah, I don't know what I don't it know, is. It's like you're not really playing for anything. You're just playing. For fun. Yeah, and they get so mad at the littlest stuff. And it's like, I can't handle that. It was just too much. Even I think the church leagues are the worst ones. Have you ever been to a church <laughs> no. league game? Those are the worst. People are. It's like you think they should be the best. Yeah, churchgoers. But then it's, no, it's not good. (laughs) I can imagine. No, and I didn't like playing co-ed because the guys were so aggressive. I got two concussions playing (laughs) on the co-ed team, so I never did that unless my brother-in-law was playing because he would kind of always come to my rescue in Mm. the middle. But, no, I mean, I enjoyed playing. You know, it was fun. It was extra exercise, but now I don't really – I don't want it to interfere with my crossfit so indoor is fun too because you can use the wall well i liked indoor because it's quick it's fast and yeah you but it's aggressive though like i had two leagues i played on so i played on you know my old lady league and then i played on a league in hoffman estates which was really really aggressive so yeah i just didn't want and so you said you also said you played basketball in high school i did what position did you play in basketball i was a guard so you could shoot ball um, I can't, I could, well, no, I could steal the ball. I was very good defensively. So a lot of my points came from steals because I was good at. Could you dunk? No. Did you know any girls that could dunk? No, we didn't have, uh, actually I think she was two years older than me. I don't know if Denise could dunk or not, but she was pretty darn good. Really? Yeah. But no. No, like Brittany Griner type girls. You know who that is? No. You don't know who that is? Mm-mm. Okay. I don't follow basketball at all. Well, okay. That's like the one WNBA player that people actually know and oh. pay attention to. Oh, no, no. Or they knew her, but then she got in trouble. I think she got in trouble for beating up her wife or something. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> she was like a crazy lady. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, no, basketball, I stopped playing my junior year because. Or um, I didn't play my senior year because the coach said I would make the team, but I wouldn't play if I went because Viator hosted a winter's classic every winter. And I always went to um, Cocoa Beach every year for a tournament for soccer with my club team. And all the coaches were going to be there that year. And I wasn't going to miss that. And so I basically said, well, why would I go sit on a bench the whole time? And so I just quit. And I wasn't going to go to college for soccer anyway, or basketball anyway. So I just gave up on Now, did you go to college for soccer? Yes. Where did you go and play? So I went to University of Wisconsin-Green Bay. Okay. 
So I played there my freshman and sophomore year, and I hated it. Soccer or UWM? I didn't like both. The team I played with wasn't – the level of play wasn't what I was used to. I mean, I came from a really good team. So this was worse. It was worse. So you went to college and it got worse. Most people say it gets better. No, it got worse for me. So then – and I was pretty burnt out by that time. I didn't want to play soccer anymore. So I ended up transferring my junior to Edgewood, which was a private school in Madison. And I ended up playing soccer there again, which was – it was a D3 school. But that soccer team was awesome. And the coach was awesome. And it made me like soccer again. And I had a great time. And so then I was there for a semester. And then I transferred back to Green Bay. But I didn't end up playing. I gave up the, my soccer career and just finished up ended, school. And I finished up school. So, yeah. So then it wasn't until I moved back. So then two days after I graduated from college, I moved out to North Carolina and lived out there for almost six years. What'd you do there? So um, I had a friend take me out there during my college years, and I loved it. And I said I was moving warm. And so I packed my car up. I asked for no Christmas presents because I graduated December 23rd. I just asked for money to move out there. And um, no, I didn't get presents or any money. (laughs) So (laughs) uh, my brother helped me pack my car up and whatever I could fit in there and drove out to uh, Wrightsville Beach area. And then I found a waitress job at a macaroni grill and then found a place to live right on the beach. And I lived the life for about six years. Um, you did that for six years? Yeah. I also worked at a, um, a urologist and an ophthalmologist. They were a husband and wife team that shared an office, so I worked there too. But um, yeah, I would lay out on the beach all day and then go into work at night. What's a, what's a urologist and a urologist? Uh, an ophthalmologist is for eyes and urologist uh, is urinary. I feel like you can just take any... Three letters and put ologist in. <laughs> <laughs> sounds smart. I don't know. <laughs> That's just what I think. so funny. So what did you like? What did you do with them? I was just front desk. So, like what? Oh. What did you go to school for? So I actually, um, I always wanted to go to school for medicine, and because I had seventeen away games my freshman year, um, I had Doctor Stevens who hated all athletes, and I failed my first biology class because I missed every Monday and Friday. He failed me, so it kind of. Um, Aren't there like school policies against that? Like, well, there's also school athletes. policies, or you know, with athletics that you know your schooling comes first, and it's not the case. It's definitely um, not the case when you start to get to football and basketball. Yeah, and stuff. so it's the same. So. Um, it kind of blew the wind out of my sails as far as, you know, the sciences and that went. So it took me a while to figure out what I wanted to do. It was when I was at Madison that I had to take an art class and I kind of fell in love with art. And so I went down when I was went back to Green Bay, I went down two different paths of maybe doing, you know, art education. And then I was, you know, art. What else was I going to do? Like art for therapy and then. Finally, I found, um, I have a bachelor's of art, basically, with an art management minor. So I could have, like, opened a gallery or worked at a museum or anything like that. But after I graduated, I did nothing with my art after that. And I actually went back to school when I moved back here and got my phlebotomy certification. So I drew blood. What does that mean? For years. So if you need your blood drawn, Uh I was the one to do it. That's what phlebotomy means? Phlebotomy, yeah. Phlebotomy. Mm -hmm. So I did that up until I had kids, my first kid, and then stayed home. And then, um, so I was home for, what, five years? But it was at CrossFit that Julie Stewart would talk to me about all the cool stuff she was doing in a medical spa. So every time I would see her, I kept asking more and more questions, and I ended up going back to school last year and getting my esthetician's license. Another word I don't know. Yeah. So skincare, basically. Okay. And then, um, yeah, so I finished that up and then got hired at a dermatology office slash medical spa, and that's my career history. Wow. So yeah. backing up, what was your, when you, when you wanted to go into art, like, what did you want to do? Like, be an artist? 
No, I wasn't someone who could just sit down and I was a learned artist, so I couldn't just sit and draw you. Um, so you couldn't do that now? No, but I mean, I enjoyed doing art. So like I did a lot of ceramics, I did textiles, I did printmaking, which was a lot of fun. But it was more, and I did drawing, it was more just kind of doing the art and learning the art and art history and things like that and being in a museum and or um, gallery and hanging other artists art and you know there's a lot to it so it was fun we had you know I think every school probably has a gallery but the gallery at Green Bay we would put on art shows and have different artists come in and you know you'd have to paint the walls and do the signage and the you know throw the parties and it was fun so I enjoyed doing that and then I did an internship at a Green Bay Museum and that was torture. Um, but it was, I still wanted to, I still thought about doing stuff out like at a Chicago museum or Smithsonian, but it just kind of fizzled out after I graduated. So what makes good art? Cause some art does not look good, but it's good. Like, yeah. I still can't answer that like, question. Cause like some things... stuff you're like, I know you're like, how is this art? Like, I think I went to an art show once and the guy used, there was like popcorn in a wheelbarrow and i was like what okay cool or like, like when people like throw paint at the board and it's yeah, just a mess of paint you well know? that's this a, is, that's this is a, beautiful right that's a pollock thing but i mean yeah. i don't know i feel like once you have an established name as an artist you can draw whatever you want and just make up a story about it and people are like that's amazing yeah it's usually there has to be a story behind the painting or drawing or artwork whatever um that make people feel connected or they feel connected to the artist you know in some way just like music people feel connected to musicians because of how they write you know so it's kind of the same i guess is art, art is art still a big thing or is it more like photography and stuff like that or will art always be a big thing? Well, photography is art. I did a photography class. Yeah. So, yeah. like, do people, are people moving more toward photography or will there always be popular art? You know, I don't even, I think, I'm sure there, well, I don't know because, I mean, I don't know what will happen now because in grade schools, art classes are being taken away. So, who knows if there will be art later mm -hmm. on, you know? I think everybody has their creative side so it just depends whether or not people tap into it and have the means to get that ignited yeah. I guess if that makes sense I took a photo class in high school so like we would like the old cameras and like yeah go in the dark room yeah and develop it yeah you had to learn how to use the shutter cool, yeah was it was really fun cool. yeah it was fun I enjoyed doing the photography class too but no it wasn't my thing I'm not one to go around and find beauty in a plastic bag floating in the wind or whatever oh, like photography <laughs> yeah yeah it was always weird because there are people in that class like that were really into it and really good at it and i had no idea what i was doing yeah would, i just don't have that kind of a mind either so we would go on like field trips to the city and like take pictures and i had no idea i was just taking pictures of whatever yeah that's kind of how i was too it was it's, it's not something i enjoyed doing either i just liked the developing part of it yeah that was cool and it was yeah. cool to learn yeah it's more the hands-on part than actually trying to figure out mm -hmm. what to take a picture of. So then once you got done with school and playing soccer, what did you do for fitness? Um, so I ran. I actually ran a lot. Um, I did, when I was in out in North Carolina, I did a couple 10Ks. I did, my most favorite one was the Cooper River Bridge Run in Charleston. So that one was... South Carolina? Yeah, that one was cool. So I did that forever. I would just run. I hated lifting weights. I always hated lifting weights. Even in, in during soccer season and we'd have to go in the weight room, I hated it. Did not like Why? it. Just because? I just... Yeah, I just did not like lifting weights. I could do anything body weight wise, but I... And I think ran. your husband... I think he told me the same thing. He hates lifting weights still. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, what? I never weights. heard that. <laughs> Jeez. Then I guess I can throw away all this stuff in the basement. <laughs> um, no, so I ran and ran and ran and ran. And then Chris wrote me a weightlifting program. And so I had, you know, my Monday through Friday, legs, shoulders, whatever, Wednesdays were legs, blah, blah, blah. And I would get to the gym and I would hate it. It was torture for me. 
I would find every excuse to walk, turn around and walk right out of the gym and go home and run somewhere. Um, It was just boring to me. I just didn't like it. And so finally, Chris showed me, uh, this was 2010, I think, 2011. He showed me like a YouTube, I think, a video. He's like, this is what people are doing these days. I think you would like it. And so he showed me this video, of a bunch of people jumping on boxes and swinging, doing pull-ups from a bar. And I was like, I think I'll like, I think I would like that. Because I did a lot of plyometrics and stuff like that in soccer. And I was like, yeah, I think I would like that. So the next day, I actually signed up and found a CrossFit gym in Arlington Heights. So I started doing CrossFit there. But I still hated doing weights. So I would only show up for the Metcon classes. Mm. So I only did Metcon. That did have some weight in it, but it wasn't like, God, back then, I think 55 pounds was like so heavy to me. Yeah, so I, and then I still ran, and then I got pregnant with my first, and then stopped doing CrossFit. I was, like, scared that I I shouldn't be CrossFitting while pregnant. Then for the year, I stopped, and then six weeks. Did you go back to to running then? Yeah, I ran through the pregnancy, probably up until about seven, I'm about seven months pregnant, and then I started to get, it started to hurt my back and my hips and stuff, so then... Yeah, I didn't. I went back to CrossFit six weeks to the day after I had my first. And um, my sister had been going to CrossFit Barrington. And so I went with her and signed up. And then I've been at CrossFit Barrington since 2013. Does she still go to CrossFit Barrington? Kate, no. She's got, um, she will be back. She's had knee surgeries. And so she's just rehabbing and doing a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff, so she'll be back. You know what we need to do is we need to get Chris to work out with James and Les sometime. Oh, yeah, he would love that. I just want to see what that would be like. (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) Putting those three together. Oh, my God. What are those three? The three stooges, that's what that would be. (laughs) (laughs) That, seriously. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Chris and his um, lifting weights has uh, evolved over the years that I've known him. He's uh, pretty silly when it comes to lifting weights. So, do you still hate lifting weights? No, no. It wasn't until I had, I got pregnant with my second, and I didn't stop doing CrossFit because I um, was really trustworthy of the coaches there. And it wasn't until the running got hard and standing in place was a lot easier with the weightlifting that I learned to really like weightlifting. So, yeah, it was hard to breathe, hard to catch my breath running, and it was just uncomfortable. So the weights just got easy when I started to just stand there, you know, when you've got a big gut hanging in front of you. So, yeah, that's how I just evolved from there. Now I love heavier the better. And I feel like I've just – my whole CrossFit's changed because of learning to like the weights, you know. Now, when you're pregnant and you're, like, really pregnant, like seven or eight months Mm – does it feel like something's pulling you forward? Like, do you feel that? No. Or what does it, it feel was like? More, I mean, I definitely had to change the way I did things. You know, you can't pull, keep the bar close to you. I, you know, I kind of blocked it out. Um, I did not, I wasn't a very good pregnant person because I'm too active. Um, but I still wanted to be active because I had a lot of, pregnancy issues with my blood pressure and stuff like that so I continued to work out to try and keep my blood pressure from going up and having to I had preeclampsia with my first which is really bad for mother and baby so I got induced with my first four weeks early so I was like well I'm gonna work out I'm gonna do CrossFit this entire pregnancy so I don't have to get induced or have a C-section because I had to fight them in order not to do a C-section. So it did keep my blood pressure down, but then I had issues after I had the baby. But with the third, I ended up getting preeclampsia again, even working out. But it made me heal with my third. I mean, I was back in the gym three weeks later. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, it was, I think working out saved me for all the issues I could have had after having the baby. So you think that doing CrossFit, how how close until you had the baby did you do CrossFit? All the way till the day. Really? Yeah. So did was that did that make the pregnancy any easier or not as like 
painful. Actually, or harder, I or... think it worked against me. Oh, so it was actually worse. Yeah, because my body was fighting the relax. What I think it's relaxing or something they call it. Whatever it is to make your tendons and everything kind of stretch to um, make things move and go easier. Um, the CrossFit made me really tight. So I never, when it was time for labor, I could never relax. And so it wasn't until, you know, I tried to have natural labors. I really wanted to, and I just couldn't. So because my labors would last 24 hours. And, you know, finally I would get the, and the pain with, you know, one. up, uh, And they would always put me on, um, what is it called, um, Pitocin, and that is just the devil. So what's that? It's a drug to speed up. Oh, and it brings on contractions, and you can't catch your breath, and they're just super painful. And so I'd always be worried that I, if I, I wouldn't be able to hang on. And then, so I ended up getting epidurals. And as soon as I'd get the epidural, about thirty seconds later, I would have the baby. So because I would finally be able to relax. Um, instead of fighting it and holding, holding it in. So, yeah, so CrossFit and pregnancy, I think is great. You know, my midwife was always very, you know, they knew what my life was like and she was always for it just to be careful and, you know, to listen to my body. And I always did. Um, so I'm sure I got a lot of looks from a lot of people over the years of being pregnant but I think it's becoming more and more acceptable and okay to be pregnant and work out mm-hmm. because it's not hurting the baby you just have to be careful that your body just won't if you have a bar over your head and you start to tilt backwards your body's not going to say oh, oh stop so that's your arm you know you could hurt your shoulder or something like that that mm-hmm. was what I was told and you just have to kind of bear in mind your heart rate and things like that. So now you said that you were back in the gym within like three weeks, right? Yep. So does that so by doing it up until like the day you had the baby, did was that good for after? Because you didn't because don't you kind of get when you're pregnant, don't women usually like put on a little weight and like get out of shape because you're not really doing as much. Yeah, you're not as active. So actually, so it was really good that I mean, the doctor said. You know, most people, they say after you have a baby that you shouldn't, you know, rest as much as possible. Don't get up and down a lot, you know, just. But I actually healed faster when I would get up and take a walk around the block. And then when I spoke with the doctor, he said, you are a freak of nature and I know how you are. And yes, you can go back to the gym as long as you feel fine. So I did. I felt better going to the gym and exercising uh, yeah, I had a few pounds. I mean, I had probably 15 to 20, probably 15 pounds to lose. And you do feel it. But, you know, you lose it eventually. Yeah. But it did it make it harder after having the baby? Yeah, because your body's changing again. But it got easier every week, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and now I don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. So what is, what is the feeling like, I guess, when you one day you have a baby in your stomach and the next day you don't? Yeah, it was weird. weird. My form was definitely weird for a while because I used to doing cleans. You know, you couldn't oh, yeah, bring the bar weird, up across. Right? Yeah, I'd have to swing it out in front of me. So huh. it was weird. Yeah, I'd had to change my ways again of doing things. So you just adapt and it was fine. You know, especially when you're doing CrossFit every day, things come back like riding a bike. So no, It's just all so interesting to me. I'm kind of glad I'm not a woman. <laughs> It does suck sometimes. <laughs> it just seems like a lot of work. It is. <laughs> it was. It seems exhausting. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So like, what? I guess what's your favorite part of CrossFit? Because like, you seems like you kind of bounced around to some different things and couldn't really find what so, you really liked. So I'm super competitive with myself. Um, what really natu- what drew me to CrossFit is the competition of it, of having to beat your old time or go up and wait, you know. So I like that it forces me to compete with myself. 
you know, and hold myself accountable. Well, you did this weight last week, so are, are you going to do that weight again or are you going to go up? So I like it. Um, I've always been super competitive, even with board games. So <laughs> Board games? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't know. I just love the competitive part of it, you know, and it's my one hour a day that I can... I don't think about anything else but what I'm doing at that moment. And I don't know. I have a good time doing it. I like doing the um, open and the other little Wadapalooza is my first year doing that. And all the other ones that Dave throws at me. And I like being part of a team, too. So I miss, you know, I work well as a team because that's all I've done as far as sports go. So I like, you know, doing competitions as a team that's a lot of fun I like practice I like that CrossFit is a class because it feels team like to me because everybody's doing the same thing and everybody's cheering each other on and there's always you know that positivity in there I don't think I would ever stop doing CrossFit ever I think it's a bold statement yeah no I think I will do it till I'm 100 if I live that long yeah. but um I just like the the competitiveness of it because you got to hold yourself accountable. And I love the mental toughness of it. Like that's where I feel like going back to soccer, that's where I got my mental toughness. I mean, my coach was intense. Um, You know, we played a flat back four and we would be killing teams, you know, 10 to nothing. And we couldn't score unless the ball touched everyone on the team twice. Uh, with a cross on the line with a diving header and he would think we played terrible and we would be doing suicides after a game and people would be like I mean our parents were used to it but other teams would be like what the heck is going on what is this team doing but Roy would think we played like crap and so we ran a lot we ran we outran the cross-country team every year we were always running. So, you know, he, I owe him a lot of my mental toughness because of that. There was absolutely no crying, you know. I mean, um, I remember one year we were doing a drill where the goals were pushed really close and you had to, he would throw the ball out. You had to turn and shoot on one goal, then turn around and shoot on the other goal and turn around. And I rolled my ankle really bad. So when my turn was done, I went off to the side and I just sat down to like be like, oh, shoot, that really hurt. And then he thought I was taking a rest and he yelled at me to go shag some balls. And I had to go in this waist high grass and I fell in a hole and ended up tearing the other ankle and had to get into a soft cast two weeks before we were leaving for a tournament in Minnesota. Um, but I still played two weeks later because that's what that's what you did yeah. and uh, I've never had a coach talk to me the way he would talk to me I mean he really would light a fighter under you and he didn't care if he hurt your feelings or not so I mean I can kind of take a beating mentally so when I get to CrossFit I it's you know seven minutes of my life is what I tell myself you know so I can rest later that's quote unquote, Rory Dames, you can rest later. Um, Mm. You know, so I kind of take that and put it in with my CrossFit. And that's how I kind of am a workhorse in that way. Yeah, the mental toughness is definitely a hugely underrated part of CrossFit. The whole mental side of CrossFit and what it does for people outside of the gym, I guess. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like it definitely develops the mental toughness like you're talking about. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I remember back in my when I first joined Eclipse and we were running and I was getting emotional because I was this was so hard and I've never run that far and I was hyperventilating and thinking that I had asthma. When I didn't have asthma at all, you would just have never run that far before. So I look back at that now and I think, how, how, what a baby I was, you know? But it was because, you know, and we were barely running that far. Now I would look at it, we were just running around a field. Um, but it, it's changed a lot of the way, you know, the mental toughness and things, a lot of the way I treat a lot of things in life, you know? You, you can kind of just deal, you know. 
So I don't know if that makes yeah. sense. But I mean, especially going, I think working out at 5 a.m., I feel like you have a mental advantage to, over the rest of the day. Oh, yeah, definitely. If I don't if I I feel like my days are completely different if I don't start it with CrossFit. I feel like the day, you know, you kind of just have a good groove for the day after I go to the 5 a.m. I mean, waking up sucks. But once you're there and moving, it's fine. And then the rest of the day is fine. The days I take off, I definitely have a level of guilt in the morning. Um, and I always wake up and say, God, I should have gone. You were awake. Why didn't you just go? Um, cause then the rest of the day feels like a cluster of crap going on and I'm racing around like a crazy person and the brain fog is like completely real. So yeah, I mean, and I've always been a person who prefers working out in the morning than evening cause it's hard to kind of get yourself going in the evening, I think. But I mean, I'm sure other people feel the same way, vice versa, but I would work out every day if I could. Yeah. If I don't have to wake up at 5 a.m. <laughs> that gets old, though. That gets yeah. hard. But when you're working, you got to. Got to do it. Got to do it. <laughs> so. Otherwise, I'll never get it in. I got to do it when my kids are sleeping. <laughs> so what would you say your biggest strengths in the gym are? Or should we start with weaknesses, I guess? Weak- oh. What's the easier one to answer? My weaknesses definitely are I can't stand doing dips. I hate doing dips. Just like, does that mean kind of anything upper body you don't like? Or no, just I just dips? hate doing dips. I do not. I just hate them. <laughs> and I don't like snatching. I'm trying to like it more. And I don't really care for overhead squats. Yeah, those are kind of my my things. You hate those? I don't, I don't, just yeah. dislike them, I guess? Yeah. Would no, I hate dips. Else. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would do anything other than dips. We don't really do dips very much, though, so no. it's kind of a good thing to hate. I know, but we should be doing them. Yeah, we. De- I think we definitely should. There's a lot of things we should be doing more of. Yeah. Double presses are really bad, that's like, too. I think that's one of the worst movements. Ever. 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 Um, my strengths, I guess I just kind of have a motor, so that kind of has worked well for me. Um, yeah, if you have a motor, then you kind of can make up for other things that might be lagging yeah just because you have the go switch or just the ability to keep going yeah yeah it definitely helps to have the motor and keep going and I always just try and think you know I I talk to myself a lot when I work out a lot there's a lot of conversations going on up there about what I'm doing so yeah I would just say my motor I don't know I everybody I mean I have tons to improve on I mean I feel like I've kind of plateaued as far as my strengths go as far as weights but it's hard when you know you only get one hour a day and yeah I rather do the classes and I don't like thinking too hard about what I'm doing you know yeah, just do that's it. what yeah that's Shut why I always tell Dave just tell me what to do I yeah. never read anything he sends me he just tells yeah. me to sign up and so I do it um but I like that. I don't want to. It's supposed to be fun for me. I don't want to put too much thought into it. Yeah. So you guys are going to Seattle this weekend, right? Are you uh, going? The twenty, the the weekend of the twentieth. Are you sure? Of September. Yes. I thought it was next week. <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought it was like the seventh. No. The twentieth. Yes, we qualified for that. Um, are you excited? Uh no, I'm actually really nervous. Why? Because I don't think I belong there why <laughs> why not um because these girls are are they're beasts but so are you yeah but not like that what? like I just kind of do it for fun and just kind of see where I land I don't know and I'm sure they probably are too but no they're I mean I I'm, think I was like 20th out of 20 or something I don't even know where I That's landed right. but I don't know I, I I and I don't really like the first two workouts either have you guys done them yet? Are you gonna test no, them out? No, we're gonna test them out. We're yeah, one the first it's snatch and rowing. And then <laughs> the other one actually is quite frightening. It's a ground to overhead dumbbell and they're heavy. It's like 35, 55, 75 ladder. And I don't think I've ever yeah, done he, a I think dumbbell. He sent me that. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done a dumbbell heavier than 50 yeah he sent 55 that, that one looked tough yeah that one he sent that one yeah to me. it looks yeah, good no 
But have you ever competed like that? Uh, yeah, we did. I've done, gosh, Aaron and Nicole and I and my sister did a competition a few years ago, individual comps I've done. We're always with Adam and Dave and Kaya. I don't, I kind of black things out. Black yeah, I don't remember a lot. Well, yeah, I kind of forget yeah. what I've done. Yeah, but I've done comps like that. Oh, we did an individual one. Yeah, just recently. Beth and Eric and Dave and Kaya. Where was that? We did that over in... Um, was that in the city? Lake in the... Oh, yeah, we did... No, that was the team one we did in the city. But I think it was like Lake over near Lake in the Hills or something like that. Okay. That we all took first... Everybody took like first place. Oh, really? Yeah, in our divisions oh. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I had to work really hard in that one. Like more harder than I wanted to. The good thing about the competition is, you're, like, no matter what happens, whatever the result is, you'll definitely learn a lot about yourself and your abilities. Oh, for sure. Which is good. I just had fun doing it. I just like to be around the people and have fun doing it. Yeah. You I mean, that would be fun. And I've never been to Seattle, but it'd be cool to see. Yeah. Have you ever been there? No. I also heard it rains a lot there, though. Yeah. So. Yeah, I hear but that, I heard too. it's cool. Starbucks started there. <laughs> I don't drink Starbucks, well, but okay. It's cool. <laughs> It's a, like, uh, one of the biggest companies in the world. Yeah. Um, no, uh, Brennan's got some stuff planned for us to do, so. Is the whole family going for you? No. <laughs> no. None of them? No. Just, Just Chris. <laughs> what are the kids going to do? Um, stay home and go home. to school with my mother-in-law. Yeah. No. Um, no, they can stay. It would be. It's all right. Like, when Chris comes to watch, it's always hard for him to, like, keep the kids corralled and stuff. But he's going to be there? Yeah. What does he think about that? Going? Like just CrossFit competitions. Does he like them? Oh, he thinks I should do them more. Really? Yeah, he thinks I yeah do as much as I can. Hmm. But that's why I always do the little online ones. They're fun. Yeah, is it is it an all-weekend thing? Yeah, it's Saturday, Sunday. Do you know how many workouts there's going to be? Um, I, God, I was just reading the email yesterday. I think there's like three the first day and then one and then the finals so i think yeah. four and finals or whatever it's pretty solid yeah pretty good besides that competition what else does the future hold for you for me um are you gonna have any more kids no oh no well no no maybe no no maybe if someone had it for me and handed it to it me yeah and handed it to me yes i would People take another that, right? baby yes i don't know how i'd feel about that though yeah, that's a Someone whole other. Someone else having your kid. Yeah, a lot of people do know. it. Though. I mean, if you have to do it, yeah, great. But I don't know if I would choose to do that. No, but I don't know. I think my head might explode. I can't even handle the three I have. So, <laughs> um, and Chris may have a heart attack if we had another kid. <laughs> they're all so young too. <laughs> they are. I feel like and it's just chaos. <laughs> it is chaos. It is complete chaos. And it's my middle one that is you know runs the household mm -hmm. so runs the household she doesn't run it she's just naughty naughty little girl well, where does she learn that from it's all chris it's chris <laughs> it's all it is chris as a child <laughs> for sure because i was sweet i asked my mother i was a sweet angel <laughs> until high school wrong yeah until high school <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then yeah chris was always bad and then he turned around. He turned good, though. Yeah, probably when he turned 35. <laughs> <laughs> Is he like 35 now? He's 39. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, he was always a troublemaker and just a little, you know. Yep. He yeah. loved to, he likes to instigate a lot, provoke, and that's Cora. And she doesn't care what kind of response she's going to get. She just thrives on ticking people off. And irritating people. So she'll grow out of it eventually. <laughs> yeah, right. She'll be in jail. <laughs> bailing well, her out well, all the time. Well, and she'll learn her lesson eventually. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it takes time. Just gotta let these kids figure it out for themselves. Yeah, sure. Oh gosh. No. So um no, she's a lot of fun. And she's really athletic and it's fun watching her do her gymnastics and my oldest is finally getting into sports. He was really shy and so now he's all athletic and into stuff so it's funny watching him and then the little guy he's just a riot so nice yeah 
That's good. Keep us on our toes for sure. (laughs) There's not a lot of sleep going on, but. That's all right. You don't really need that. Yeah, you do when you're waking up at (laughs) 4.30 to go work out and then point lasers at people all day. So, so yeah. So then what does the future hold? Um, we decided there's no kids, no kids. Um, basically, I don't know, just kind of perfecting my craft at work. Uh, lots to learn there. I really enjoy that, you know, working with lasers and that department. So that's been a lot of fun and challenging and, you know, it's mentally exhausting too, because there's lots to learn. So that, and then I don't know, I'm looking forward to seeing how the kids grow with their sports and stuff and watch them you know we're always spending time with my family my sisters and their kids and my parents every weekend so it's fun watching the other kids do their sports and stuff and I don't really have any yeah any goals right now just get by day by day are you, you gonna, know are you gonna come back and wax my dad's back again <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to talk him into letting me laser it <laughs> but I can wax it anytime <laughs> I, I wish I was there, but I've seen the video. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that was so fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> he always talks about it. He's like, that wasn't that bad. No, yeah. it didn't hurt. <laughs> I was like, because I, I was asking him, like, does getting waxed hurt? He's like, oh, no, no, not at yes, all. Yes, it does. The back <laughs> is so sensitive. <laughs> Even laser hair removal on the back is sensitive. Really? Yeah, but it's way worth it. <laughs> better than waxing for sure yeah but i'm surprised he hasn't asked in a while if you get the laser is it it then is it gone forever no it's oh. just reduction is there any way to just get rid of it for good electrolysis well i don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah that's a lot more painful procedure do they put can they put you under for that no they could though right but they don't No. yeah they wouldn't do that but they could no but they don't. Right. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they would waste their money with doing that. Oh, okay. um, I don't know anything about electrolysis, so I couldn't even tell you how it even starts. Sounds like it hurts. I've heard from other patients that, yes, it hurts a lot. It hurts worse Not than laser. Worth it. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. If you really well, don't want Well, I mean, there are a lot of hairy gorillas out there that I see. Hairy come gorillas? Through. Yeah, that come through Not my to name office. Any names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that want that hair gone and it's important to them so well very cool so good luck in seattle well thank you for having me a lot of fun kind of rambled a lot but no it was good it was good thanks and thank you everyone for listening and i hope you enjoyed episode 81 of this show we'll see you next time on the up before you podcast have a great day